Growing a successful design business is hard work. There's so much to do and so little time to get it all done, not to mention the actual design work. The good news is that we are here to help. I'm Krista, the WordPress developer and website strategist from KristaRay.co. And I'm Corey, the designer and creative coach from CoreyWoodard.com. In the Get Back to Design podcast, we're going to share strategies and tools to help streamline and grow your design business, ditch the code and anything else you don't love, and well, get back to design. Grab a cup of coffee, open that Illustrator file you've been working on, and let's dive in. All right, Krista, this is our first episode. I'm really excited. This is going to be awesome. Me too. Okay, so today I wanted to kick us off by talking about something that I feel like a lot of designers are currently struggling with, like even I have been there, and that's how to make their businesses stand out among the like 10,000 other designers that are out there right now. Um so that they can start booking more clients and, hey, making more money. (laughs) Right? Yeah, for sure. I've seen so many designers struggling with this, and I think it's just because it seems like there are like a 100 new designers popping up every single day, and how do you set yourself apart from that? So this is a good one. Like This is something a lot of people struggle with. Yeah, definitely. That is kind of where this idea came to me. Um, I had two recent coaching calls and both of them were saying, hey, I'm putting myself out there, but I'm not getting any inquiries. I'm not booking any projects. And it's like, I feel you. And it's because the market is super saturated. And the main thing that I told both of them is that it's really just about making their businesses stand out. So that's kind of what we're going to be digging really deep into today. So um, like we were saying, like you were saying, the market is so saturated. I don't know if you've noticed this, but one thing that I have for sure noticed is it seems like someone will post a request for a designer in a Facebook group and literally less than 20 minutes later, there's like a hundred or 200 yeah. people who have commented, right? Yeah, it is insane. Like that would be, I don't know, that would feel so like sad. Like you, you weren't on Facebook for 10 minutes and you just missed this opportunity for a client because 500 people already posted. Oh my gosh, not only that, but I can't imagine how overwhelming it is for the person looking for a designer. They're like, there are too many to choose from. (laughs) Yep. Oh yeah. And with that, seriously, how do you make yourself like stand out to them and catch their eye? (laughs) It Mm -hmm. seems impossible. Exactly. So the one thing that I have learned is that it's really about making you and your services both kind of stand out from everyone else. So yes, you may be offering the same exact services as like 1500 other designers, but you are different. Like each of us, our personalities are different. We're interested in different things. And usually that means that our services are a little bit different. How we work is a little bit different. So One of the things that you can really start with is think about the most obvious, like how what you offer your clients is different. So Mm -hmm. I know that you're a developer, so it's a little bit different from you. But for like all of us, we may all offer branding, 
but we may all include a little bit something different, you know? So think about, you know, do you include something that others don't? For example, I like to think you could line up, let's take a small, less overwhelming number and say like 25 designers and they all offer branding. They, they say they all offer the same thing, you know? So when you take a deeper look into what they are actually offering, designer number one may only offer a logo and designer number two may offer like a logo, business cards, social media templates, like everything under the sun. Um, and it's those extra things that you offer in your packages and in your services that really can start to set you apart. And I think a lot of designers too, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but they forget that, yes, I am another designer, but I'm giving you more bang for your buck because I'm including so much more of my packages. For sure. Yeah. And I'm wondering if something that kind of holds people up from doing that when they're creating packages is... When you're offering graphics and whatever else, you have to increase your prices a little bit to account for that. And some people are probably scared that if they do that, they're not going to get any clients just because their prices are higher. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that you have to go crazy above and beyond and increase your prices. You know, I think it's about including things like templates or something like that, that may take you literally five minutes or something to create that it would take your client like five hours to create. (laughs) And you can throw that in there and increase your prices by like five or $10, you know, something really little. So you're kind of adding that, that extra thing, but you're not increasing your prices by $200 because you're including business cards, for example. Yeah. So another way that I think you can really think about how your business stands apart from other designers is to dig into how your process is different. So I know I have talked about this before, probably on a Facebook Live somewhere, but one of those um, coaching clients that I was thinking about earlier, when I was on Skype with her and going over her questionnaire, we were talking about the fact that she presents one logo option to her clients. And there is only one other designer out there, and I follow a ton of designers, but there is only one other designer out there that I have seen that also does that. So this is so different. Like, have you heard of anyone else offering anything like that? I have not heard of anybody. I think that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. So it's not even... That, like, that is a huge difference. Okay, let's be honest. That is that big of a difference. (laughs) But even if you have, like, a smaller difference in what you're doing for your clients or your process or whatever, you really kind of have to play those things up, like, on your website and on social media and when you're doing, you know, like, live video and that kind of thing, talking about your stuff. So a couple other examples is I know that some newer and less experienced designers, they probably are not doing all of the research into your target market Mm -hmm. and your competitors and that kind of thing. Another example is, and I'm kind of scared to admit this because I don't want all of our (laughs) listeners to like come and yell at me, but I do not sketch anything before I start on a project. 
And I know there are some designers that do. They swear by picking up a pencil and like working out the project on paper before they open Illustrator. And so those kind of things really can make you stand apart. Do you, can you think of anything else that would make a designer maybe stand apart that you know not all designers do, but you think they should? Well, something I can think of when I was looking for my designer. Now, I love my designer. Like, she did an amazing job. But um, something that maybe would have had someone with kind of a similar design aesthetic stand out more from her was if I could tell I would be more involved with the process and it would be, like, more personal and fun for me instead of, you know, just filling out a questionnaire and then, okay, I'll hear from you in two weeks. Um, I think the designers that get their clients more involved, like even that side of things, it doesn't have to be what's included in your package, but how involved is your client going to be? Some people would love to be able to, you know, chat with you a couple of times, or I guess I don't really know specific examples of where that extra involvement could come in. But when you can make it a more personalized approach, some people are going to love that, where some people might might not as much, but that's totally fine. But I think even differences like that could help people stand out a lot. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a really great point. You know, your designer, she took on the majority of the project for herself. And there are other designers who have a call with their clients every step of the way. So Mm -hmm. that's something else that maybe could make her stand apart in a good way or in a bad way, you know, however your potential clients are looking at it. So Just one last example that I have, and I have to throw this in because I'm talking to you, Krista, (laughs) but like if you know strategy and you're like when you're working on your websites for your clients, um, then you also have to play that up. And like I was saying, I think you should play that up on social media. Like definitely I was telling that client to talk about it more in her Instagram post, in her Instagram stories, you know, talk about it everywhere on social media, really get into it and explain why you do it that way. Like tell people, hey, I am way better than all these other people and here's why. So kind of really dig into that, but also play that up on your website. Like if you are not telling people that you are different for these reasons, how the heck are they going to know? Exactly. Yeah, it needs to be highlighted absolutely everywhere, like especially your services page. I know a lot of designers focus on like, here's what it's going to look like. It's going to look like this awesome thing, but that's something you should focus on. Whenever you want to mention what something's going to look, instead you should be mentioning like that one thing that sets you apart. So when you mention strategy, you know, it's going to look great, but your business is also going to grow because of this. And you're going to see an increase in conversions because I do it this way. Like that's what's important. Not the way things are going to look. People can see that in your portfolio. Yeah, definitely. That's a really good point. People can see, you know, what your work looks like in your portfolio, but your services page. And I know um, in the past I have had like a whole process page Some designers have that. Some people don't. I've since gotten rid of mine. But that's another good place to really explain what you do, explain how you do it differently, and why it's so much better. And not only can this make you stand out, but it's going to make people want to work with you even more. You know what I mean? They're going to hear about your process. They're going to get really excited because when you are talking about your stuff, be it in 
um, written text, which is a little bit harder, but if you're getting on Facebook Live, for example, or Instagram Live and really talking about what you do and you're getting excited explaining your process, like those things, a potential client is going to say, hey, that girl was so different. She did something totally different I'd never seen before, but she was so excited about the project and that's going to make that potential client remember you and mm -hmm. definitely want to hire you. Yes, that's a very good point. I love that. Mm -hmm. So one other thing is I have to say, and I think not enough people do this, is to not forget about you and your business, right? So I feel like a lot of times, and my heart is like breaking as I bring this <laughs> up, because I feel like a lot of times people aren't putting enough of themselves into their businesses. And so it kind of makes their potential clients connect with their business, but not really connect with them. And I think you need to have both of those connections to really, really build trust and encourage people to reach out to you and want to work with you. For sure. I think maybe a struggle that a lot of new designers have is they don't know how to do that because that's something I struggled with forever. Everyone's saying stuff like that, you know, infuse yourself into your website and your blog posts. And I'm like, well, what the heck does that mean? But again, I'll go back to my designer for my website because that's, I'm not a designer, so that's the experience <laughs> I have. Um, she brought up a lot that she was like a circus performer and like she did does this special kind of dance with ropes or something acrobatic type dance <laughs> stuff and I was like that is awesome like yeah that is, awesome. is amazing she got she has my attention you know more than someone would where I don't even see a picture of them on their website or something like that so think little things like that where you might not think of including it on your website make a big difference Mm-hmm. And not only just like on your website, which I think one other thing to add on your website specifically is I think one way you can kind of infuse yourself and make yourself stand out in this like crazy market of designers right now is to really make sure you are writing content from from you. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of people write blog posts and they write them from this this place where it has to be really professional and rigid and they can't say certain things because it's the internet and they have their business and it's like it's your business like if you want to sure. cuss go on ahead and cuss <laughs> like you may offend people but those aren't your people if you want to use like you Krista Ray, if you want to use hot pink everything <laughs> all over your website do it go for it like this is your business so that's another thing, and I always kind of catch myself doing that too, is where I have to like go back and say something with a couple extra vowels in the in the word, you know, something like yeah. that, where it's like, so, or it's so, yep. <laughs> it's like too. little things like that <laughs> seem so insignificant, but it is a good way to kind of build your voice and your personality. Yes, exactly. Um, but another thing that you can do is show off who you are on Instagram. And I know I keep bringing up Instagram, but I think that's where everyone is hanging out right now. Yep. Um, aside from Facebook groups, that kind of thing. But like, don't be afraid to show more than just the perfect flat lay. You know what I mean? Like, show your pets. Show you running an errand or something. Show... Whatever it is, you can show things outside of just like this perfect flat lay. And I have to say, I'm so guilty of that as well. Like if you go and scroll through my Instagram right now, which 
don't do it because you might judge me. A lot of my pictures are the perfect flat lay. But when you can share other things that kind of meet and match that aesthetic that you already have going, it is a really good way to say, hey, I'm Corey and I care about my dog and I like going to the beach with my husband and like these kind of things. And if it doesn't match your aesthetic, sometimes I'll just throw things like in the Instagram story instead to kind of still get it out there, but not like ruin this really beautiful feed that I'm probably (laughs) too like obsessed with keeping perfect. Yeah, I do the same thing with Instagram stories. Like this morning I woke up to a snowstorm And I was like, oh, dang, I got to get my butt to the gym before this gets really bad. And I wanted to take a picture of it because it hasn't snowed in a couple weeks. Um, And I was like, well, this doesn't fit my feet at all. So I just threw it in a story. But something I've done before, too, if I want to stick around for more than that 24 hours is I'll just put it in my feed and then delete it after a couple days. Then it was there and people saw it and then it's not messing things up. So... Yeah, and not only that, but just kind of throwing extra, like, different and new things into your feed is also a really good way just to see what your people will respond to, right? So you may think, everyone is going to unfollow me if I post this picture of, like, the snow, but then you post it and you have the most likes ever. (laughs) That might be something crazy that happens. Um, And then you're like, oh, okay, so everyone loves the snow as much as I do. Now I can post this in my Instagram feed, like, three months out of the year when we get a blizzard. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's a really, really good point too. Mm -hmm. So it's like I was saying, I think there is this stigma online and I could go into this so much in a whole nother episode about how your audience and your potential clients, they don't care about you, the business owner, or you, the actual like human being answering emails and doing the work. But I... Don't believe that at all. I would never, I would, yeah, I would probably never hire someone if I didn't at least kind of know them, you know, if I didn't have an idea of who they were as a person. So aside from what we've already talked about, I think you can share, you know, what is your background? Do you have 20 years of design experience? That is freaking amazing. Like (laughs) share that, show that off. What causes do you care about? This is something else that I think not enough people talk about. When you share things like if the ASPCA like makes your heart melt and you donate money to them every single month, then share that because you may have a potential client who also cries when those depressing (laughs) commercials come on TV during the day. Um, And they'll be like, yeah, I, yes, we agree on something together and I definitely want to work with them. Or, you know, even something back to your business, like why do you work with your niche? Like why do you care about fellow business owners or healthcare professionals or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. So um, I'm curious, do you think there's any other way that we could make ourselves stand out online other than like through the blog post or through these like random things we're telling people to uh, post on Instagram. Something that's made specific designers or, you know, whoever stand out to me is people that are like extra helpful. I guess I'm thinking of Facebook groups off the top of my head, but I'm not a designer. But when I was looking for an assistant developer, the first person I went to was someone that I had seen helping, you know, jumping in to help people who had questions in Facebook groups and stuff like that. And same thing for designers, the one that ones that we all think about, 
Um, when it comes to Facebook groups, they're always willing to give their opinion on something, help people out, things like that. So just becoming known for what you do and for just being a good, helpful person is another way you can definitely make yourself stand out apart from your website and like regular social media posting. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think there's, and this is probably something we'll talk about in another episode, but I think you can really show your expertise and give away value by giving, 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 giving. And one of those things is by answering questions on social media. Like, I don't know about you guys, but the Facebook groups I'm in, I feel like people are asking design questions all day long. And that is a really good place to jump in, share some of your knowledge. No, not every single person will hire you, but that's still a good way to get your face out there. Yep. Because if there is one thing I've learned from you in the past six months, Krista, it is that <laughs> the more you have your face showing up out there, the more people know you and the better it works for your business. <laughs> oh, yeah, we test that out. It's a go guys, go for it. <laughs> yep. Yep. But even I am working on that. <laughs> even if the specific person you help in the group isn't going to hire you, that is totally okay because other people are watching. When they when they go, oh, this looks like an interesting thread, and they go through and see your face on a whole bunch of them, you are sticking out to them. So next time they need a designer, you are one of the first people in your mind too. So if you feel like answering a question won't do anything for the person you're helping, that is totally okay. It will. It can still benefit you. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. Okay, so the next kind of part of all of this stuff is okay. So you're thinking about all of these ways that you stand out and how your business stands out. The next question is how the heck do you like tell your clients, Hey, I'm different. I like, look at me over here with my like little <laughs> sign. I'm, I'm out here. <laughs> yeah. And we've already kind of talked about this a lot, but the number one way, obviously that we've both said is your website. Like, don't forget that at the end of the day, everyone who finds you on social media or if you network with people in person because you're an extrovert unlike us and that's your thing <laughs> um, and they go to the website on your business card or whatever, um, people are landing on your website and you have to kind of take them from landing on your homepage to wanting to work with you, right? So um, a couple of places, obviously, that I think you can really let your potential clients know how different you are is number one, on your homepage. Like a lot of people right now, I think this is a huge trend, but it's a good trend, have that like full width header thing with yeah. the little button to um, <laughs> click to go somewhere and it's like a little bit of information. That thing is such a good place to tell people right off the bat who it is, what, who, who it is, who you are <laughs> and what it is you do, maybe even who you work with and kind of lead them to your about page or something like that. I have to say, people may not think that that's as effective, but I have noticed over the past couple months of testing out having a couple different things in my like header call to action area, whatever you want to call it. If you have something there, people are going to click on it, yeah. right? It doesn't really matter what it is. Sure. Most people are going to click on it just to see where the heck that yep. button is going to yep. take are them. Are they being brought to a page? Is it like a pop-up form? What are they going to get? Mm -hmm. Yep. So 
Um, I know that you're like the resident strategist here, Krista. So what else can they put on their homepage even to make them kind of stand apart from other designers? Number one, a picture of your face. (laughs) Please include a picture of yourself. I actually was just scrolling through a designer's site today. And the first picture I came across was with a testimonial. And I was like, oh, you know, this is what she looks like. Oh, wait, no, this is some totally random person that has nothing to do with this designer. So (laughs) awkward. (laughs) Yeah, please make sure the first like image of a person on your website, especially your homepage is you because it's such a great way to kind of draw people in to you and your personality and the fact that you're a person and not a website right off the bat. Mm hmm. Yeah, so the other page that I would say, and obviously there are other places like your about page where you can tell people that you're different. You know, there's other places on your website where you can kind of show this off. But like we were talking about earlier, your services page. Mm -hmm. Explain why your services are better than everyone else's. Explain why you are better than everyone else. Like why is your process cooler and more beneficial to your clients. And I don't know about you guys and you too, Krista, but sometimes that feels really uncomfortable to me. Like I am not naturally comfortable shouting from the rooftops about how cool and awesome I am. (laughs) So, and I can probably guarantee most people aren't comfortable doing that normally. But you have to remember that if you don't tell your clients these things, your potential clients, whoever these people are looking at your website, then otherwise they legitimately are not going to know. For sure. I would actually challenge anyone listening to take a look at your services page and make sure you're talking more about you know, how you and your services are different than what they're actually going to be getting. People know what a logo means and stuff like that. You don't need to sit and explain all of that. Tell them why they should be booking you, what's making you different. That's what you want to be highlighting. Mm -hmm, For sure. So if you go and do that, be sure to come back and tell us so we can check it out and we can shout about you from the rooftops about how awesome you are. So the other thing, um, aside from your website, and again, I know we've kind of been talking about this, but the other place you can talk about how different you are and let your potential clients know is definitely social media. So I touched a little bit on this before, but one way to do this is to literally give them a glimpse into your process. I know the majority of the designers that I follow They show off the finished work, obviously. Sometimes they show off a mood board, but rarely, if ever, do you see the steps in between those Mm -hmm. two places. And that's the very beginning and the very end of the project. Usually there is a lot that goes into (laughs) these middle steps, especially if you are pulling out a piece of paper and sketching stuff. So show that off, you know, and you don't even have to necessarily show pictures of it because sometimes I think we're like, but my sketches are so ugly. No one is going to like this. You can even just talk about it in your captions and say like, today I am researching this potential client's competitors and this is why it's so important to do in my process. And hey, by the way, if you think this is something you want me to do for you and you also need design work here I am. I'm different. Like, hire me. (laughs) I think think that's probably just as, if not more effective than, say, showing the sketches. Like, 
if someone was out there saying something like that, like, hey, I'm, you know, sitting here researching competitors for a client today, that stands out to me. Because you don't mm-hmm. see people doing that. You don't hear about them doing that. So things like that definitely stand out. Yeah, no, you don't hear about them doing that. You don't hear, uh, I don't, well, I don't hear people talking about, you know, researching color or target mm-hmm. markets or, you know, even literally sketching. Like, you don't have to show your ugly sketches. Talk about how <laughs> you are sketching. Like, yep. that is a really amazing thing that, we were forced to do in my, like, my design program that I went to in college. Um, and because I hated it so much, I don't do it anymore. So, but I see, I saw the value in it, to be honest. And if there is a design professor out there of mine that somehow is listening to this, I am begrudgingly admitting that I see the value in doing that, okay? Um, But there is value in doing that, and your clients want to know that. Sharing these things that you're researching or sketching or all this other crap that you're doing, um, it really is showing your potential clients that you care. Mm -hmm. Like, it is saying, I am not just putting together a logo Um, hoping that it works for you and the people you're trying to attract to your brand. You're saying, I really care about your brand and your success. And so here is how I am helping you. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is such a good point. Something else I just thought of is when you're sharing stuff like that on social media, the client you're doing it for is also watching. And that is super fun for them to see, like seeing you talking about their project on social media and they feel like, you know, they're so cool. They're such a fun client for you to have. They love working with you. So it is good for your current client as well as people who could hire you in the future. Mm hmm. For sure. So the other thing that I kind of went ranty on a little bit earlier (laughs) is to share you, share yourself, share what you like. So you don't have to get super personal. I am not telling you to take a picture of yourself unshowered in pajamas and post it on Instagram (laughs) and say like how you're feeling that day. That might be a little (laughs) bit too personal for all of us, right? But give your audience a real idea of who you are and what you really care about. So like I was saying earlier, share pictures of your pets, share um, pictures when you go somewhere with your spouse, you know, or if you're reading a really good book that re- somehow relates or whatever, at least tells your um, your audience that, hey, I like reading. There's a thing that I'm doing. Right. You know, little things like that. I think those glimpses, and I, I really love seeing this, especially from people who I admire from afar. And, you know, I've been following them from a while. I, like, eat those things up. I'm like, yep. whoa, that's so cool. Or, oh, my gosh, they recommended a new book. I have to go to Target right now and buy that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. I love seeing stuff like that, too. Like, it's so fun to have, like, a new way to feel connected to someone. It's fun to see those little things that shouldn't matter because they really do. Mm-hmm, yeah. And they they – it's like I was saying before. I think it can really help you build – a good connection with these people and when you have a connection with your audience with your potential clients they are going to be more likely to come to you than any of the other random designers who are commenting on their facebook posts (laughs) totally (laughs) so just to kind of wrap everything up that we've talked about today remember that 
to make your design business stand out and help you book more projects and make more money because we all care about that even if we pretend that we don't <laughs> you really have to play up that difference so really examine what you do differently and maybe take a look at other people's services pages even if you don't think you do something differently I can almost guarantee you that you do mm -hmm. there is something about you yourself or your business and process that you do differently people will be more likely to remember you want to work with you want to hang out with you online even if they can't like even if they don't need you they will be more likely to refer you if they know more about you and if they know that your business is really stellar yes i totally agree mm -hmm. so Homework from this episode. Womp womp. Did anyone else groan in school when their teacher said something about homework? Because that was definitely me. You would hate me. I loved homework. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're such a nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so homework. Number one, really take a look at your business and figure out what makes you different. I challenge you to do this. Really take, like, list out the steps that you take in your process. List out what you offer to your clients, how you go above and beyond. That's something else we didn't talk about in this episode. But take a look at those things because that really matters to your potential and current clients as well. And then step number two, start letting people know. So put it on your website, start talking about it on social media, Whatever is your thing, share it in blog posts, on your in your newsletter, like whatever it is. Start letting people know in like a not icky way, obviously, that you are different and why you are so cool and so awesome. And once you start doing that, definitely feel free to let us know because even though all of our listeners are technically my competitors. <laughs> I would still love to shout out from the rooftops about how awesome you are. So Krista, do you have any homework for our listeners from this episode? I don't want to overwhelm anybody. I think the homework <laughs> you gave is perfect and they need to get to it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so that's it. Thank you so much for listening. For show notes, past episodes, and more information about the two of us, visit us online at getbacktodesign.co. If you enjoyed today's show, it would mean the world to Krista and I if you take two minutes to head on over to iTunes and leave a review. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes are available. Now put what you learned into action so you can streamline and grow your business, ditch the code, and get back to design.